Welcome to Career Tools. This week, building relationships at university. The questions this class answers are, how do I make the most of university? Why should I invest in relationships at university? How do I ensure the relationships I make in university last? If you're thinking about interviewing anytime soon, now is the time to start preparing. Interviewing is not about smarts. It's not about personality. It's all about preparation in the modern age as more and more companies use more and more tools to separate the wheat from the chaff. Our interviewing series is over 50 podcasts that go through in detail every step of the interview, how to prepare, how to dress, resumes, cover letters, how to chit-chat, how to answer, tell me about yourself and your leadership style and significant accomplishments with repeated examples, how to close, how to ask questions, how to follow up, everything in enormous detail, because we know interviewing for most people is a black box. Come and check it out. Okay, Sarah, you used to work in a university, so you know this. The one place we all meet thousands of new people and have no excuse not to get to know them is college or university depending on when you are, where you are. No one knows each other. You just all kind of appear on the first day together. And so you can make friendships with anyone. I remember making friendships with uh, the person who was just next door to me. We didn't immediately go to houses. We were in a block. And the next door people weren't very nice, but next door were one. They were friendships that I made for the whole of my college life. I still have a friend who is my previous professor, actually. We go for dinner occasionally. Yeah. And those relationships, you still go to dinner, right, are valuable in later life, as well as making college itself more enjoyable. Like, like we're going to talk about relationships and the use of relationships later through this cast, but we're, we're also, you know, friends at college and having a good time is also part of the experience. And so it doesn't matter now whether you're in your first semester or whether you haven't started or whether you're in your last semester and you're you're just about to finish, it's not too late. And you will never regret building more relationships. That's as you get older, it, when you're old and grey like me, you will think, I wish I had more relationships because they disappear over time and they get harder to make. So, Sarah, do you want to say, share the outline? All right. So today's outline is number one, getting out and meeting someone. Then we're going to go deep or not and then get their details. So let's start with get out and meet someone. There are some obvious places that we meet people in college and the place where we live for a start, even in countries where living in dorms isn't as common as the United States, as Canada, uh, students usually live in shared houses with two, three more people. And these are the three people we room with that we get to know who you know better, and so on. So that's the easy one, right? The people that, that you live with. You can also join a group, like a fraternity or a sorority, right? The students for the environment or a chess group. You can make friends there, friends with uh, common interests. And if you work, you'll make friends in those environments. Yeah. And all of these are good relationships to have, people to have fun with, people to stay in touch with. But it's probable, though, that if you join groups that you're interested in or you're, the people that you're rooming with, especially in the later years when you tend to room with some people that you like that you've already met, 
uh, you may be only meeting people that are just like you. So if you're on an engineering class, all the people in the engineering class, all the friends that you make, and we're not saying don't make friends with those people, all the friends that you make in engineering are all going to be engineers. They're going to have similar patterns of thought, similar interests to you, because engineers to some extent are all the same in the same way that artists are all the same or language students are all the same and so on. They tend to have similar interests. And if you join one of those groups, you know, if you join the chess group, well, those people are probably, you can probably guess what other groups they might be in. And so part of this building relationships at at college strategy is to meet people who are not like you, to join groups where the people might have some other interests that aren't similar to yours or are on similar courses. Because if you're an engineer and you become an engineer and you're an awesome engineer and you're having trouble with the people in marketing because they don't speak your language, then all your engineer friends from college aren't very helpful to you. But if you made friends with someone who studied marketing and you can still call that person, then you've got another point of view, another person who can translate for you. It's more useful to have, like you don't want to not have any friends in engineering But if you have all your friends in engineering and at least one friend in marketing, you're better off than the person who only has friends in engineering. Or a friend who's a lawyer, uh, an investment banker, um, someone who was the latest thing or who knows about the latest thing, right? Before it was cool, like can tell you how to use Snapchat, for instance. (laughs) Who knew what time, when uh, Pokemon Go was coming out. Yeah, I I wish I had more of those friends. Me too. (laughs) So you can try a hobby that you've never tried, choose a class that has nothing to do with your major, right? Go with a friend to an event that sounds like the last place that you'd want to go. Hang out with different people, different parts of the campus, the library, things like that. Go to cross-discipline clubs where you can meet people at different stages of their college life. People in the last year... They've got great advice for those people that are in their first year. Exactly. Look at the list of events at your college and just go to one in a weekend. Yeah. And we talked about making time for that in an earlier cast. So you should have time. I went to fencing twice and then they said, please don't come again because you laugh too much. So sometimes it doesn't work out (laughs) because sometimes you're just too silly for fencing. Uh, But that would have been a good opportunity to meet people who were not like me. So. You might be thinking that this sounds kind of Machiavellian to be making friends intentionally to be using them later. But as I said, getting out and meeting people who aren't like you and doing new things is a big part of the value of being at college or university. And not doing enough is most people's regret later. When they finish college, when they finish university, when they look back on it, they say, I wish I did more. I wish I made more friends. I wish I'd done more of the the things that were available to me. And it's not Machiavellian if you're building the friendships for joy now. It just happens that you can use them later. Right. And you can make friends that you will keep for a lifetime. I know some of my friends I've known for a lifetime, there's lots of people that I just still communicate with that I don't get anything from, quote unquote. I just have a really good relationship with them. 
I can't count how many people Mike and Mark have who are in their class or in a class above them or below them at West Point who they're still friends with. And Mark has a, a group of friends who he's still friends with and he went to grade school with them. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. So the master at keeping relationships. But it's amazing. All these people that went to West Point with Mark and Mike have these amazing jobs and are very senior now because they've been in the workforce for a long time. And so when we need some help, we just tap into their networks. And it's awesome. Uh, so looking back and experiencing what I experienced being kind of close to Mike and Mark, I can see that there is real value in keeping, in starting those friendships and then keeping those friendships. So the next one is go deep or not. And later, business or social relationships are not predicated on the depth of the relationship that you had in college. There are people that we barely knew in college who follow the same life path as us and become our best friends. Mark and Mike weren't particularly friends at West Point, but now they're business partners and their lives are very much close together and they're, they're the best of friends but they only kind of randomly knew knew of each other at West Point and there are other people who are our roommates who we go to in the UK you go to the student union on a Thursday because that's party night and there's people that I went to the student union every Thursday night for you know a year or two years who I I don't know now or I I only have a passing acquaintance with now. So it's not like you have to have some deep relationship in college for that relationship to be useful later. You can have casual relationships. You can have relationships where you sort of know of each other and that will still work in the future for you. And having lots of friends is really good, right? It's hard work though. For some of us, I know me, for instance, Having lots of friendships is not easy for me. We want to have fun in college. We want to have good grades too. So we have to put some effort into this. The relationships you have in college, they don't need to be deep in order for you to keep in touch. So when you call your friend, do you want them to remember you? Uh, think of them as a good guy, a good gal. Yeah, so if you if you call and they say, oh, hi, Sarah, I remember you, and they're in their mind they're thinking, she helped me out with that thing, or, you know, I didn't know her that well, but, you know, she always seemed to be helping other people out, or uh, my friend Moira knew her, and she said she was a good guy or a good girl, and so that's all you need for that person to be, to be able to remember who you are even if they need a little bit prompting, and to, to have some kind of sense that you were a good person, uh, somebody who helped people out, somebody who was easy to be friends with, even if that's second-hand knowledge. And there's loads and loads of people who meet that criteria when you're at college, loads more than your best friends or the people that you roomed with. Right. In this way, building relationships in college is no different to building relationships later in your career. You may have a colleague that you meet once a year at a conference, but who you knew uh, you could call on any time for guidance on their specialty. And this goes back to, to individuals making relationships with individuals that aren't just like you, don't have all the same interests. You might have a colleague who you have lunch with every day. It's not the depth of the relationship that matters, but it's more the quantity. 
of the relationship. The more people that you have relationships with, the more likely you'll know the right person when you need them, be able to draw on them in specific situations. Yeah, we have something that we're doing that's kind of new. Uh, we came up with a new idea and we don't really know how to do it, which is kind of how things manage, things work at Manager Tours. And uh, Mark had a relationship with someone who had a relationship with someone who could, who was an expert in that area. Doesn't really do what we're going to do because what we're going to do is very small and that person does very big things. But enough that they could help us give us some direction in the first place. And so Mark has a really good relationship with the person that he asked, but the person he asked has a kind of passing relationship with the person that is the expert. They don't work together a lot, um, but they know each other and, and they've helped each other out occasionally. And so that's how we got some expert advice. And the only reason, because we don't know any experts in that field, the only reason we were able to find someone who was an expert was because Mark had a big enough network that he knew someone who knew someone. And so this quantity idea, this idea that the more people you're friends with, the easier making contact with people when you need help is, is really important you don't want to just make friends with the people that you think will be useful later or who you think are, you know, going to be brilliant. Make friends with everybody because you never know who has the contacts. A friend of mine, her niece is dating someone who's uh, in line for a baronetcy, a baronetcy, like he will be a baronet. And she just met him at college and she thought he was a good guy and she didn't know any of that. And now he's a really, you know, he's a really big person. He's in investment banking. He's making lots of money. He'll have land. He'll have big castles. We're very exciting. But she had no idea that's who it was. And nor did my friend who said, oh, she's got a new boyfriend. That relationship wasn't because of what he can do. It was because... You know, they're just friends and he is a nice guy. So the more people you know who are nice guys and nice gals, you will find out that they may be as cool as he is and they may, you know, have a a small town life. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be friends with them in college. More friends and more relationships is always better, even if they're not deep relationships. So the last part is get their details. Absolutely. You're not going to be able to keep touch if you don't have people's contact details, the contact details for your friends. In 2016, when we're writing this, Facebook's the most obvious place to connect. However, like MySpace before it, Facebook may not last forever. So we need to connect on several social media platforms. Yeah, apparently Twitter is being bought out by Salesforce. There was some stuff in the news yesterday. So Twitter may completely change its personality if it gets bought. And so if you only have a relationship with someone on Twitter, like that relationship might be broken because of the way the platform changes. So you want to have those relationships, those connections electronically or phone numbers or mail you want to have lots of different ways to con- contact people because of the way we do contact now and the way that it depends on other platforms 
and that those platforms change or disappear or get broken. It's not just the platforms that disappear. People, they change their names and emails and phone numbers change a lot. I know I've changed my email address several times. People, they move a lot. So you need to make sure that you have multiple ways of contacting them. Things that'll help you keep in touch more regularly. And if you keep in touch regularly, you're more likely to get notification that somebody has moved to another platform or changed their email address or changed their phone number. Because when you change email addresses, you might put up a notice, like an out of office notice that says, hey, I've changed my email address, I'm going to here. But that might only last for three months or six months. And if you're only contacting that person once a year or once every five years, you'll have missed it. And the email that that you had will be defunct. So that's another reason for keeping in touch with people regularly. And you want to start staying in touch as soon as you move away from each other. It's so much harder to find someone if you've lost lost touch for five years than if you've only lost touch for six months. Only six months has passed. Yeah. My brother recently got married, and so my sister-in-law has a new Facebook page with her new name. And right now, it doesn't matter which you search for, her maiden name or her married name, Facebook will find it. But eventually... It won't. It'll only have her married name and it will be harder to find her. Even though everybody says, oh, I found them on Facebook. Well, there's a lot of people on Facebook, a lot, (laughs) and there's only more. And there's only a certain combination of names that we all have. And so it's not as easy as saying, oh, I found them on Facebook. And so if you keep in touch, you'll know about those changes. And one more tip, people's parents tend not to move. I have noticed this. By the time that kids are in college or university, parents tend to have settled in a town or at least an area where they're going to stay. And so knowing where someone is from or where their parents or guardians or whoever they grew up with lived is really helpful if you want to find them later. Because if you can find someone with the right name in the in the town, then you can probably call that person and say, hey, I'm looking for Jessica Swan and that person might be an aunt or a, or a parent or someone who actually knows the other people with the, the same surname in their town. My parents haven't moved since I was five and so if you want to find if you want to find me people who who have known me in the past write letters to my my parents house. <laughs> And the phone number is exactly the same as well. And so I get these email, these phone calls or these letters that say, hey, I didn't know who else to write to, but like, I hope your parents still live here. And they do. <laughs> and that's how people get back in touch with me. It sounds very low-tech, but sometimes low-tech is what works when you're looking for people. And of course, it's not true for everyone. Some people retire to, you know, other places like Florida. Some people, some parents are just the kind of, People that move around a lot, sometimes it doesn't work, but it works, in my experience, in more cases than it doesn't. So in summary, college is a learning experience in many ways. You want to have fun, but you also want to get good grades and learn how to build relationships and stay in touch. Exactly. Danny and I talked before on one of the the earlier casts on this subject 
about college being the kind of place where you can make mistakes and you're in a safe-ish environment. It's hard to make mistakes building relationships, but sometimes, you know, you want to be friends with someone, you approach them, you try and talk to them, you ask them for coffee. And I'm not talking romantic relationships, I'm just talking friendships. And people don't want to know, or you approach them in a way that they find uncomfortable or something. But it's okay to make those mistakes because it's college and there's like another thousand people to get hold of or there's another thousand people to practice with. And it's better to practice with that than try and make friends with someone who you think has like a big account that your company could use and never have practiced and never have kind of lent those social skills and to lose the account because you never practiced. So college is is a lot of things, and one of the things is a place to practice. So I hope everybody's going to go out now and find a friend. It's my call to action. Go find a friend. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks. Bye, everyone. That's it for this week. I hope you'll come back next week. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want the how-tos of management wherever you are, check out the free Manager Tools mobile app. It's available on both iOS and Android devices. Go to the Apple Store or the Google Play Store and download the Manager Tools app. Just search for Manager Tools in the respective store or go to the Manager Tools website, www.manager-tools.com, and you'll find the links on the bottom of the homepage. Once you've installed the Manager Tools app, you'll have access to all the Manager Tools and Career Tools shows anytime, anywhere you want. With easy searching of podcasts by category, using the map of the universe, or using built-in search functions, it couldn't be easier. Additionally, if you're Manager Tools personal licensee, you'll have easy access to all the show notes right from the app whenever you want. Go to the App Store and download the Manager Tools mobile app. You'll be happy you did. <laughs>